Jamie and Fortune's Betamax Dungeon. Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Betamax Dungeon with me, Mark Fortune. And uh, me, Jamie Ball. Hey Mark, hey listener. Uh, welcome to another Banjos with Toes, Toes with Banjos. Get down on your knees, Mark, and hail Baron Kaza episode of the Betamax Dungeon. Okay, what's Baron Kaza? Because I haven't got a clue. He, I believe, is the villain out of the well-known 80s toy line, the Micronauts. Is he? Yeah. Did we get the Micronauts over here? Were they called the Micronauts? Do you remember the Micronauts? No, I remember Zoids. Yeah, Zoids were okay. They were like, they were wind-up, weren't they? Like, they had little motors, Zoids. Oh, no, I wouldn't have lied any. Wouldn't you? Yeah, they were too expensive for me. I had to just look at the comics. I had a couple Spider-Man of Spider-Man and Zoids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I didn't quite understand the mythology with Zoids. Neither did I. No. I did have a couple of Zoids, the little ones. They were around the Transformers time, and I think I was way more of a Transformers guy. I was never yeah. really into the GoBots. The GoBots, I was No, I didn't like, know, like, poor man's Transformers. Oh, I was mad on Transformers for about four weeks. In about 1980s. What, and then you got into My Little Pony? <laughs> No. Care Bears. Care Bears. <laughs> definitely remember that. I, I was into the Care Bears for about a week. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, anyway, Baron Carls at the moment. So, <clears throat> lots of movies to unpack. I mean, what, what, before we get to the main feature, what other films have you watched this week? Uh, other things I've watched this week, uh, I've been watching a lot of The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Okay. Um, which has been pretty entertaining. Um, I also watched Banshees of Inishirin. Right, can you say that again? Banshe- Banshees of In- Inishirin. <laughs> the Banshees of Inishirin. Are you sure that's how you said it? Yeah, I'm positive, that's about how I said it. Quick um, review, quick review. Uh, well, it's by this, I believe it's by uh, the same chap that did uh, In Bruges and Free Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. And what would his name be? Is, is it Martin McDonough? Martin McDonough? Um, don't look at me like that. Gonna, I think that was about right. <laughs> it's um, it's a think, normal name. I think if you like... <laughs> I struggle with, even with a normal name. <laughs> it's not name. like if I seen to do some Japanese. If, uh, if you kind of like sort of tragicomic, kind of absurd yeah. tragicomic stuff... Yeah. Um, so like with Nail in Eye or you know, even maybe a bit like the Big Lebowski... Uh, or like a darker, like Father Ted, but darker. Is it a couple of Burks down on their luck? Um, yeah, they're not even that. Yeah, they are a couple of Burks, basically. But it's not even that they're down on their luck. It's just, I mean, it's basically just about a relationship breakup in the absurdity of it all, of basically one person saying to another, I don't want to know you anymore. For, you know, What, between the two guys? Yeah. Oh, that seems like a shame. Well, I yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it because it's still pretty new. Right. But it, it, it's one of those films where um, someone will say a funny line, and the you and the audience will find it funny, but none of the characters in the scene laugh at the lines that are being said. Right. Okay. Um, so it's that kind of humour. Isn't that um, like most comedies, though? No, I don't know. No, I mean a lot. Of, well, I mean a lot of comedies have canned laughter. No, loads of comedies have. Yeah, but the characters are not always laughing, are they? A lot of time they are. What Blackadder? 
That's got can laughter. Yeah, but... What, but so, the character- so you hear laughter over the top. Yeah, but isn't most comedies? I'm not, no, I'm not, I don't want to. No, start. no, I know, I know, but, but no, most, I, most com- I know what you. I think I know what you mean, but you know, it's not like all all comedy films. Everyone's bursting out with laughter. I think in a lot of comedy films, if someone says something funny, that person laughs at what they've said. I don't know. All right. This, we're, anyway, it's a good. It's a good what would you give it out? Yeah, but is it, is it, is it well, sounds I, like a, a cracker film and you really enjoyed it? Well, I would have I would have probably put it in my top ten oh, right, of okay. last year if I'd Ooh, seen I've it. Oh, remo- uh, we'll do something in a minute. Right, okay. Um, yeah, it would it would have so I would have given it four stars. It would have been in my oh, top good. ten. Good, good, good. And it's a it's a it's a daft story, but it's cut, it, the way it's played kind of straight in a way is just I don't know. It's just Does it tug funny. on your heartstrings a little bit? Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, oh, no, some like of it that. is quite sad. It's a heartwarming comedy. It's not heartwarming. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, it's sad. It's sad and tragic, but it it will make you laugh. Oh, good. Um, um, when did you watch that? It, it's got like it's got like kind of lines like sort of ah oh, leaving bees. Miniature donkey just died today. <laughs> like lines like that in it. It's just really funny. But they're all sort of is that on um, Netflix, great. Amazon? Uh, I think it's on Disney. Disney Plus. Yes, I believe okay. so. Yeah, it's worth a watch. I've got my yearly top ten, Jamie. Okay. But I don't think I made it to ten. Okay. Because I was doing it just before we came right, and I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so you've done a top eight. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to start at eight. I'll in... start at eight. Okay, all right. Eight. Halloween ends. Because oh, I've rewatched really? it. I've rewatched it. What? After Kills. Right. Let's go on to the next one. Okay. How many stars did you give Halloween then? Ah, oh, two. <laughs> and that's your number eight no, movie. I'll put, I'll put it up to three now. <laughs> what? Because you put it in at number eight? No, no, because I've watched, rewatched it. Okay. And I've further appreciated it. And it, it so now it was an, a little bit of an improvement. Okay. Because I think it was... Um, you tempered expectations yeah, further than you yeah. already had. I mean, your expectations were already rock bottom, Mark. Mm-hmm. So, that, so <laughs> okay. Uh, nope, put in at number seven. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I liked, I'm a light. I like Nope. Yeah. I like Nope. Uh, How Raisin, the new one? I've not seen that. Oh, okay. Uh... So what was that? Six, the that was six. six. Yeah. Was uh, that no. with a female pinhead? Yes. She kind of hot. No. No. Really? No. No. Not at all. Not in the slightest. See, that seems a, that seems a shame. I think she's trans as well. I think she used to be a fella. Well, yeah, but, she, but then if you're going to go with a female one, you may as well make her kind of sexy. Hey. Eh? Well, I, I don't know. In my mind. What's wrong with a sexy? No, 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 no. It's, I know what you mean, but it doesn't. It doesn't ooze. The whole film doesn't. It's, it's like not the, as sexy as the first one. It's like the Borg Queen, isn't it? You know, oh, she's yeah. kind of sexy. I mean, yeah. she's horrible and scary, but she's kind of sexy as well. Yeah, but when her head comes down and looks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you get it. You get it. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. But no, no, I didn't get that with Hellraiser. Well, no, I only. Not with, not with the original. I don't fancy the normal pinhead, but a female pinhead could. Be no, this is what of... I mean. I didn't get that. That it doesn't seem very sexy. The whole film. But it's 
It's kind of kinky S in there, isn't it? The, the old other one is the original, not this new one. Oh, okay. Which is the one I was talking about. But they're missing the bloody point then, aren't they? It's got well, a little bit. Yeah. That's why it's at number six. <laughs> How many stars did you get? <laughs> There's three as well. Okay. So um, hang on, do they drop all the kinky S and M? Yeah, it's not really S. It's not really sexy. Oh, okay. It's more. Oh, that looks really painful. Yeah. That looks really painful. I suppose the first one was kind of like that, but it did have a. There was. The, it, it was. It was more sexy. It had an element of. Yeah, there was a. Yeah. There's an element of massive. There's no S and M in this one. It doesn't seem as S and M y. Oh, okay. Yeah, that seems that, that is missing the point. Right, what was that? Six. Yeah, number five. Number five. Uh, Pearl. We don't need to talk about that. Number four. Num- number. F- How many stars did you give Pearl? I've got this all in the wrong order, and I. I don't know. It's your list. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, this is... How, how many stars did you... It doesn't give? matter. Okay, all right. In what number? It doesn't matter, Mark. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's ma- it matters as oh, much as Oh, I'll put that at number eight and we'll just bunch everything up. I, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not... I don't, don't be so OCD about my list. I'm just giving you the top eight films. I like this. All right, list. I'm sorry. I'm being, Jesus. All right, I didn't mean to give you a hard time, Mark. I'm sorry. Right, the other ones. Um, I didn't think you liked Pearl that much. Well, what's that again as well? Is it better on the second? Mm, a little bit. Okay. I think you'd have liked it if it was just in black and white. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, I think your expectations were too high for that. Maybe. Yeah. It just You were seemed... expecting a different type of film, I think. No, I, I kind of knew it was going to be like it was. I knew it was kind of going to be one of those like character... St- I knew it wasn't going to be a slasher film. I knew it was going to be more of like a character study... Of someone going, you know, basically seeing someone go off the deep end, but I don't know. It just there, there just weren't that many surprises to it. I didn't think, and it I, it just looked like a it looked like a pandemic film. Yeah, and I know it was, and it, it to me it just looked like a pandemic film. Um, right, do you want the last couple? Yeah. Uh, smile. Oh, okay, I've seen that. Yet. Barbarian. But okay. Ah, uh, that's good. X. Okay. Hang on, that's just number one, isn't it? No. How many... That was... No, no I've got Prey. Prey's your... Okay. Prey's my favourite. Oh, yeah. okay, that's good. I like Prey. Yeah, I like Prey. Nothing wrong with that, Mark. Wait a little bit like that. Nothing wrong with that. That's a good... That's a fine list. That was more than eight. Was it? I'm sure it was. You had... What was six? Oh, don't list... Don't, don't be... Just That's just a list. Right, Hellraiser, Halloween Ends, Hellraiser, Halloween Ends, Nope, Smile, Barbarian, X, Pearl, Prey. Eight. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's a fun list. And uh, I watched the menu at the weekend, and that wouldn't have got on the list, I don't think. Ouch. Okay. Do you enjoyed it? Yeah. Made my list. Of ten. I didn't like it. Okay. I, was, I, was, I was enjoying it all the way up to the last sort of 15 minutes. Yeah. Nothing particularly bad happened in the film, but I just, I just thought, oh, this isn't as good as maybe I think it is. I don't know. His motives just seemed a bit airy fairy, and none of them seemed like they really. It, it just like 
Well, he's kind of gone off the deep end, hasn't he? he just well, it's that bit where he nuts. says, know, "We're probably going to give spoilers out for this film," but he, some he says to that the whole motivation about the the spoiler the, alert. the the film star didn't seem enough for me. Well, he, well, he annoyed him. He annoyed him by being in a film that but he there, didn't direct. But there was also like a there was a lot of different layers to it, but there was also very much a class thing where. You were on the you were either on the side of the servers, you were on the side of like the elite, mm. and he was still just someone that um, he didn't give a shit about food, or he just he he, he cared about eating and filling his face, yeah. But he didn't care about the work or the effort that had gone into making it, or the discipline, or the skill, or any of that. He was just happy to go along to a place where yeah, but he got invited, yeah. And he was happy to go along because that it yeah he had to pay a fair old bit of money but that was a place where f- famous well-to-do people were seen to go so he was just a part of the problem he didn't he wouldn't really but what was the problem rich what? people <laughs> but he's but, but he's, in a, he's in a trade where that's what he has to deal with if you're going to be but, the best at what he wants to but uh, he but does. he but he felt that a lot of these people were. <coughs> He felt that a lot of these people were sucking the enjoyment or even the 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 actual point of what he was... They were just sucking it. They were yeah, making it hard it, work but my, to my, enjoy. My argument with that, to that would be, if you're going to cater to rich, powerful people, that's what rich and powerful people are like. Because but it, he, it, he ended up getting... Hang on. Yeah, but he ended up getting to that point because he was just so good at doing what he does. Yeah. He he was happy, happier, making burgers for yeah, people. Go back to making burgers then. Yeah. Don't have a private island with but a then, restaurant on it. But then, he'd, but then he'd achieve this status and this level where he was almost like a cult leader. Mm. I, mean, he, I mean, they were... His kitchen staff, it, they had become a cult. So, I mean, he... He'd gone a bit nuts. Oh yeah, I mean, he'd he, gone a bit you know, nuts. I mean, he's not. Um, there, there was there are layers to him doing what he did, but I mean, he'd been abused from a young age as well. By his mother and da- father. I think his mum was more complicit, or just, or mum had just sort of let it go on, which is why obviously when you see her in the film, she's a raving alcoholic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind well, of Ray Fiennes was fine. He's great in it. He's great in it because he, he, he's not really the villain. You don't. He is, but you don't really. You kind of like him. In he's probably him and Anya Taylor Joy are the two likable people in the whole film, really. Yeah. And he's the villain, but you kind of side with him on like, these people are horrible. They are all assholes. I don't think they were assholey enough. Yeah, they were. Really. Think. They were no, I don't think that the actor and his assistant, they were just a bit... I don't think they were as bad as the others. Well, because it was John Leguizamo. Maybe he was too... <laughs> maybe he was too... Like, <laughs> was too like, apparently, like, it was written for Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, that, I'd have been fine with him getting it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Daniel Radcliffe. What are you talking about? He's fine. Fuck Harry Potter. What would you give it? Four stars? Three stars? Uh, I, three or four. Four, I think, I'd give oh, it. Two or three, I'd give it. It's and, not and, really... Uh, 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 Nick Holt got me nerves, but he, I think he was supposed to. Oh, but his comeuppance was brilliant. Tyler's bullshit. 
I love all that. Was like, he a right? Was he a a writer? No, he was just a fan. When he was a proper fanboy, um, he just he represented gluttony. Um, each of the tables apparently each yeah. re- represented one of the deadly sins. Right. And he represented gluttony because he just wanted to consume, but without not not to sustain or just to just because it, he felt that was a thing to do to to appear like well, intelligent he... in to he was you know he was basically a poser and he knew nothing about it really no he was just um he wanted to appear like he knew all about it um and he was desperate for the chef to kind of notice him yeah in so he was almost like a bit of a he was almost like a bit of a groupie wasn't he but his takedown... Um, what, you put him in the kitchen? Well, he managed to almost end up feeling sorry for him, didn't well, he? Well, that's horrible. He goes off and tops himself. He tells him to, doesn't he? Yeah, he whispers in his ear. It's like, yeah, you want to go and kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Go and kill yourself. Yeah, but he, he took that woman to the island knowing that... Well, he told him, didn't he? He told them they were all going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was yeah. He knew. He knew they were all going to die, and he was happy to go along and eat the food and die as part of it. So he was just like a mindless, yeah, kind of fan. Um, and he was happy to take. I mean, because his original date backed out, yeah, sensibly. The character you never meet. Um, so he ends up taking an escort, doesn't he? Which yeah. is which kind of throws off the chef's plan. Yeah, I think he maybe should if he if he just. Went back to cooking burgers, he'd have been fine. Did look like a tasty burger we cooked, though, didn't it? It it wasn't so much that he wanted to. It wasn't so much that he wanted to go back to that. It was more that she reminded him of a time when he was happy making food. And yeah. now it, it, he's at a point in this where he ain't happy. He's obsessed about it. He's got to the point where he's crazy obsessed about it. But he's not enjoying it. It's, he isn't getting that satisfaction of just giving someone a nice meal. Yeah. And she reminds him of that, which is why he kind of gives. He's looking for a way to let her go yeah, yeah. all the way through. And that finally gives him the. Yeah, it's the like where she takes one tiny bite and goes, Can I, can I have it to go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, is a, that is a really delicious burger. It's a really nice um, burger. My eyes are bigger than my belly. So <laughs> I, so I, I really want to go. Yeah. Oh, it had its moments, but uh, yeah, I wasn't that keen on it. I don't know what. I don't know what. Uh, it's more of a comedy drama than a. a, a there are elements of horror. Yeah. Kind of it. The, yeah, there are definite horror elements. It was completely different to what the trailer told me it was going to be. I think. What did the trailer? It kind of might have led you to believe that there was going to be some form of cannibalism. Yeah. But I'm glad it didn't go no, down. I'm glad that. it didn't go that way. Yeah, that's that seemed a bit too obvious. Um. And I thought the way it ended, with them all wearing, like, chocolate hats and it all melting into their faces as he makes, like, the giant s'more. Yeah. And basically just burns them all up. Well, he tells them off for not trying hard enough to get away. Well, none of them do. None of them... They all just sort of seem to go along with it, don't they? They all just seem to... None of them want to make a scene or... I don't know. They... They all... Well, that uh, guy tries uh, smashing the window. (laughs) They just... Then he goes, oh. Yeah. And they all just sit down again. They all seem weirdly... Well, hang on. They did cut Matey Boy's finger off where it's shit them all up. Because yeah. he was trying to get out and he went... And they just... And he just kind of didn't... That was it then, wasn't yeah. it? He'd lost his finger and... What? 
Does he just basically quieten down for the rest of the film? I can't really remember. Yeah, I think he does. But he's a dod- he's a well dodgy character. Well, he's, he his has, whole relationship to well, he has a f- he's as an affair, isn't he? With this, he's having affairs and yeah. But then you find out what he was paid because he knew he knew he, Taylor Joy. Yeah, and yeah. what he'd been paying her to do. What had he been paying her to do? Have sex with him? No. What did you miss that bit? Maybe I missed that bit. Uh, hang on, I need to think a little bit because I don't want to bugger it up. Um, there was that whole thing that she looked like their daughter, right? And uh, he would—he wanted her to look him in the eye, and <coughs> excuse me, sorry, <coughs> I can't remember what he wanted. He basically wanted her to say something really dodgy to her. I can't remember while he just like jerked off, but it was something. It was a long. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, it was dodgy. Right. Okay. So he was well dodgy. He was deserved his finger getting hacked off. Oh yeah, fuck his finger. It, yeah, he was fuck dodgy. His finger. Yeah, um, I can't quite remember. I hadn't seen it since it was on at the cinema, but I know there was like a real dodgy. Yeah, icky. The oh yeah, proper icky layer to what he was getting her to do. That was why he was so like. Because his wife even says, oh, don't you look like our daughter? Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, no, don't, no. <laughs> yeah, it's dodging, dodging. Anyway, that's the menu. Okay. Jamie and Fortune's Betamax Dungeon? Time for the main feature, Jamie. What is it this week? What is it this week, Mark? It's Near Dark. Ah, oh, what a film. Directed... <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird... I know. That was weird. Um, yeah, this week's film is Near Dark, uh, directed by Catherine Bigelow uh, from 1987. Um, Part of the uh, mid to late 80s vampire renaissance. Well, this came out the same year as Lost Boys, and it's got an unusual amount of similarities to Lost Boys. And um, uh, Twilight. A little bit. Twilight? Or mind you, there's always enough story in a vampire. Hang on, Twilight? That's the same thing, isn't it? Hang on, Twilight came out. Yeah, yes. I know, but it's the same thing, same sort of plotline. Twilight? Have you ever seen Twilight? Yeah, well, it's about half of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, these films never like Twilight. No, I know, but it's, it's vampires and there's a, a, a human falling in love with them. Right, hang on. Hang on. Twilight is an overly romanticised version of vampires yeah. where, like, they're not monsters. Well, and some of them are. That all kind of started with Anne Rice in her over-romanticised <laughs> version of vampires in Interview with a Vampire. Well, Dra- Dracula's a love story. Yeah. Well, yeah, with a monster. Hmm. Um, I would say that Near Dark and The Lost Boys Very both cool. represent vampires as monsters... But they both do it in very different ways. They're, they're both kind of a modernisation. Yeah. I would say that Near Dark is... Um, it's almost like a neo-Western. Oh, it's a Western, definitely. It's kind of a Western reinvention of the vampire mythology. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of almost a reinvention of the Western as well. It's kind of a... a it's a it's a smashing together of two reinvented... Genres, genres, yeah. Um, some of it works really well. Some of it not. Some so of much. the shots in there are amazing. Um, lots oh, of yeah, mist. Yeah. Lots of mist. Oh, it reminded me good. a bit of Razorback. Yeah, yeah. 
those bits are effective actually. The bit when they're on the top of the hill, yeah, before they go down onto the bar, yeah, and there's a scene almost shot for shot in Lost Boys like that as well, when they're on the brow of a hill, yeah, with that you know eighties smog behind them in like that backlit kind of smoke look. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Lost Boys. It's it's a completely different film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ones, but it's a it's a I got mixed feelings about Lost Boys. I, I loved it at the time. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Um, anyway, cast. Uh, well, uh, should we just say Catherine uh, Bigger? Do you want to just, uh, just mention other films she's done? Yeah, go on. Uh, she did Blue Steel. You like Blue Steel? Which we, well, it's got yeah, Jamie in it, isn't it? I do like Blue Steel. Um, Point Break. Uh, Is that her? Yeah. Why did I not know that? I don't know. We did not know that. Uh, Strange Days, she did. I think she did. That's Ray, Ray Fine, isn't it? Yeah. Um, was that Angela Bassett in? Um, oh, is that when they were trying to do Juliette Lewis? They were trying to do um, steampunk and then didn't get it right until the Matrix type thing. Kind of, yeah. Well, not it wasn't. It's not cyberpunk. Sti- cyberpunk, cyberpunk. Sorry. Yeah, like Philip K. Dick kind yeah. of William Gibson. Because it was that Johnny. Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. I think, didn't that come out the year before The Matrix? Yeah. And everyone was like, oh my God, he's going to do another Johnny Mnemonic film. <laughs> this is going to be it another terrible, bullshit. Mate. It is terrible. Johnny Mnemonic is, but then he did The Matrix and it was like, oh, okay, oh, this, yeah, is, this is cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. This is even more than cyberpunk. This is a leap on from cyberpunk. Um, Hurt Locker she did. Mm-hmm. I, did I just say that? I don't know. She did Hurt Locker. Um, I like the Hurt Locker. I don't think is that the one with the bomb disposal unit? Yeah, Jeremy Renner. Um, I think the trouble with the Hurt Locker is it's maybe presented as what would be perceived as a war film, but it's really about a film about addiction. I mean, the, the guy is basically addicted to danger. Right. Um, and it's about how when he's not in a dangerous situation he doesn't he just doesn't he's he can't not function. he's not he, he ain't himself um the scene is that it's a really, really good film um I think she also did was it The Weight of Water I think she might have done with, I think Sean Penn's in it I've not seen it um but yeah so yeah Catherine Bigelow um married to um James Cameron for I don't while? know I don't know if she is anymore I think no, I don't think they are they I think I, I think when this film was being well, he made, gave her a cast. He did for this, yeah. I think when this was happening, they were dating, yeah. which is why he helped her out a lot. Um, there are some bits as well, like the bit at the end with the truck bit. You can almost see how he kind of thought, like, oh, some of that was all right. I might use yeah. that for, <laughs> yeah. I might use that for Terminator um, T two, but um, yeah. So the cast um, take from the top, Adrian Pazdar. The only thing I know him from is Heroes, isn't it? Oh, he was in that, yeah. He's older then, wasn't he? Well, well yeah. Obviously <laughs> older. Cause he's, he's, it, a bit, he's a bit, to later. be fair, he's all right in it, but he's a little bit bland in this. Maybe it's the writing? Um, yeah, no, yeah, I know what you mean. I think it, I, I think his character, his character is, is just supposed to be your everyday. He just seemed a bit dopey to me. He was a bit dopey, but you through the course of the film you realise he's kind of got a good heart because he yeah. just won't he won't kill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Adrian Pastar plays uh, Caleb Colton. Um, 
uh, the young girl he meets and falls, falls in love with is played by Jenny Wright, uh, who plays May. Uh, then we get to like the aliens cast, which basically, uh, as you said, James Cameron kind of said like, "Oh, I've got these people that would be great for your film." Yeah. So you got Lance Hendrickson, Hen- Hen- Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. B- Bill Paxton and Jeanette Goldstein. Yeah. Um, Lance Hendrickson plays Jesse Hooker. Bill Paxton is Severin. He's like a real asshole of the group. He's the uh, best thing in it, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeanette Goldstein is Diamondback, um, and there's uh, there's the the really creepy character as we'll get Homer. to. It's Homer, yeah, uh, played by Joshua Miller, um, who's now a writer and he, he's written some up. Oh, this is the thing. Sorry, I might have to pause it. Yeah, I think he's gone on. So this guy's called Joshua Miller, plays Homer. He's now Joshua John Miller. His brother is Jason Patrick, who was in Lost Boys. Look at me peering over my glasses like a little old man. You, you are. A little, <laughs> well, you are peering over your glasses. Uh, That's it, mental that there's that another Lost Boys link. Yeah. 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 Uh, he was in Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch. A very, very small part of that was he was um, the Doctor's son. Okay. Um, he wasn't the one who got his face, face melted off by the... How, I'd love, wouldn't you have loved to... You would have loved to have played this... How old was he when he played Homer in this? Uh, he would have been 12, 13. How awesome would that have been to have played that character? Yeah. Or brilliant. even having a bit... bit. I'd have loved to have been the kid that gets his face melted off with bugs and spiders. And... <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't, that wasn't him. No, but if it was you, <laughs> you'd, you'd eat out on that for the rest of your life, Mark, if you were that kid that got his face melted off with bugs and spiders. Oh, he wrote, he wrote, um, he's now writing, he wrote The Final Girls. Oh, okay. That was him. So he's got Uh, an ongoing career. Still within the horror genre. He's a very Um, weird, creepy character in this. uh, It it kind of makes me that his character name is Homer, right? Yeah. And he's really particular about, like, people mispronouncing it. Like, you know, it's H-O-M-E-R. And he tells uh, Caleb this... As he's gripping his cock and balls. Yeah. And he's going, my name's Homer. You better not mispronounce it. Which just seems like a conflicting kind of... What do you mean? Well, oh, on the well, one... yeah. You know what I mean? On the one hand, he's like, my name's Homer. Not you homo. Be... Yeah, don't don't call me a homo. But as he's saying it, he's grabbing a man's cock and balls. Aggressively? Yeah, and that a weird... And he's in the body yeah, of the homosexuals don't do that. They caress them gently. I don't have no idea. Who the hell knows what they get up to, Mark? Well, be, I think um, we all know exactly what they get up to. He also... There's also later <laughs> Who on... Who knows what they get up to? I don't know. <laughs> there's also a line... There's, all, there's also a line later on he delivers where he goes, uh, do you have any idea what it's like to be a big man with the body of a small person? That, no, is, is, is there a big man on the inside with the body of a small person on the outside? Does, isn't that the first thing he says? Near enough. <laughs> and Severin's like, yeah, every fucking day. Well, I can, well, but I kind of think, well, be happy that you're a big man on the inside. You know, not we can't all say that even. What? Have you any idea what it's like to be a big man on the inside and yeah. have a small body on the outside? Yeah. Well, what if you're not a big man on the inside? 
Well, a child. He's not a child, basically. No, but he, he's a man in a child's body, is what he's saying. Well, he's, uh, he's saying he's a big man. Well, if he's not a no, big... he's old. And I don't even really get why he's a big man. He's a bloody pedo in a kid's body. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. You must understand the frustration of being like a hundred years old and being... Hang on, like you, mean, you mean being a big man yeah, on the inside means. but having a small body on the outside? Yeah. Right. Every small man feels like that but not all of them feel like a big man on the inside but you're not a child Jamie you're a small man he's not a child but he's got a body of a child he's got a small body of a child yeah he's not just a midget I can't say that he's not just a uh, I don't think they say that anymore he's he's not he's little person he's not a little person he's a he's a child he's a he's He's got a body of a child he's a hundred year old pervert in the body of a child yeah. But his line is, have you any idea... Yeah, I know you keep saying right, it. Okay, well, I just... I think whatever your body is like, yeah. if you feel like a big man, then fair play to you. You're ahead of the game. That's way more than a lot of people can say, regardless of <laughs> the bloody size of their body. Because what you feel on the... I, do you feel like a big man on the inside? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. I never feel like a big man on the inside, what? regardless of my body on the outside. So why don't you follow your own advice then? What? What advice is that? If you're as big as you feel on the inside. What? That's what you're saying, isn't it? No. What? So what, I, are you ta- what, what, what are you talking he about? He feels like a big yeah, man Yeah, I know, Jamie. You right. keep saying it. Plenty of people that are big yeah. don't feel like a big man on the inside. But they feel like an adult. That's, oh, oh, yeah. What am I missing? Help me! Help me! Help you! There are plenty of big people. <laughs> yeah, that on the inside. Yeah. feel small. Yeah, right. So he's saying on the inside. Yeah. I feel like a big person. Yeah, my argument would be, well, good for fucking you. Run with that. That's good. At least you feel big on the inside. Some people don't even feel that. Yeah, but on the flip side, he's got a <laughs> right. He's got the peepee of a twelve-year-old. I haven't even considered his pee-pee, Mark. Well, he's not fully formed, is he? He still wants to like do nefarious it, things yes, with Yes, I know. But it's not... <laughs> if he was 17, it'd be better, wouldn't it, for him? I guess. Yeah, of course it would be. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's still... It still works. It's got to be more like, frustrating being 12 than 50, being stuck at that age forever. Uh, that's what he's... That's all he's saying... This is annoying. I've been 12 for like 100 years or whatever it is. But he's not 12. This, that's what makes it so creepy no, about but him. his body is. Wow. Yeah, but... I'm... So what? <laughs> so what? Oh, you try being 12 for fucking ever. Well, but they're not interested in sex. They just want to drink blood. He's a vampire. Well, he is. So, if we... So, if we... <laughs> just do a plot line. Oh, that, um... The, uh... The young girl that plays the, uh, is it Wright? What, the sister? Oh, no, the, the uh, Jenny Wright, yeah. yeah. May. She's quit acting, didn't she, in the 90s, from what I could... I don't know. There's nothing, no record of her. Oh, okay, I didn't read that. Yeah. Um, no idea why she did that? Was it nope. Not? Okay. Um, Tim Thomerson plays Caleb's dad. 
What's he been in? He's in Trancers and Air America and he was in Dole Man. Right. And a lot of, lot of straight-to-video stuff in the 80s. Right. Um, he's good. He's always pretty solid. You know, you're sort of on pretty solid. He's good in this. He's good as a dad. He's a, a, a um, pretty convincing dad. Um, there, is a, there is a scene, we'll get to it later when we do go through the plot and take it apart a little bit, when I was just like, hey, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, but we'll right, get to okay. it. Um, so, uh, the episode, all right, so for, I, I'm not, I won't do a synopsis, we'll just kind of work our way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, before I know what I would just say, um, the zombie, uh, zombies, the vampires in this were a huge influence on uh, Garth Ennis's Preacher, in his character Cassidy right. in Preacher. It's heavily kind of influenced by Severin, Bill Paxton's character in this. Yeah. Um, and Cassidy in Preacher kind of follows the same rules that these vamp- vampires, in quotation marks, follow. Where the vampires never mentioned this. That's, right? that's the other thing I was going to say. The V word is never said. They're never ever referred to as vampires. The vampires. But they clearly are. Vampires. Well, yeah, but not, not as we... No understand teeth. them not as we understand they ain't got the teeth do they not that we see no so uh, okay so the film starts uh, we should say soundtrack is by Tangerine Dream um, got a little bit much for me that yeah I'm not a big fan of the soundtrack I said to you earlier Raikudo would have been a good soundtrack choice definitely 100% agree with you there um, I d- it, they're atmospheric, but it just doesn't really, it doesn't really stick in it's, your mind, it's does it? It's a bit sparse. It's, it's dated it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the credits start, and uh, there's no music to begin with. You just hear like a buzzing fly, like a mosquito. Yeah. Some uh, mosquito buzzing. Um, Caleb, uh, far, basically a hick farmer, son... Uh, it's not, his dad's a vet, isn't he? We find out later on. But he's basically just a... You know, he lives on a farm. Um, just, just your average guy. He's out in his truck. He meets his friends. Yeah. Friends in quotation marks. Well, it's just people he knows and argues with. Isn't well, it? The, well, yeah. He's not very friendly. <laughs> well, yeah, he basically get, almost gets into a fight with one of them. They're dicks. And they spot a pretty girl. And they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'd be dreaming about her and... Caleb says, well, you carry on dreaming, I'm going to go in and chat her up. And um, it's, it's very much of his time, but he's kind of pretty creepy with her. Really. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I don't, I didn't, it did cross my mind, but I didn't think it was too bad. You've got to remember the, the, the time and they're in, a, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, but he's a, he is just, he just seemed to be a bit predatory to her. There's a bit... When he first meets her and he's kind of walking around her, like circling her, and like all that kind of like, oh, you sure are pretty. And anyway, she asks for a lift. And if you if you didn't know anything about the film, yeah, you would at this point even be thinking that she's in danger from him. From yeah. him. Um, but they stop and she wants he to he might see a, a new woman every like two years yeah yeah I mean, it, as we come to realise he's not a bad guy but it, it, just the way he kind of comes up and it is partly the time um, and it, 
I guess there's a playfulness to it. He's he's not a danger to her, but he's kind of playing that like well I could be yeah. kind of like you know hey baby you know um, so he meets her. They he he's gonna drive her home, and they stop at one point because she wants to get out and listen to the night. Yeah, that was weird. Well, that would be a red flag, wouldn't it? If you're yeah, driving yeah, yeah, yeah. a girl home and she says I want to listen to the night, and you get out and you're like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then she's and then she, <laughs> nothing's happening and then she did she point to a star and she says the, the, the amount of time it takes for that light to get here yeah i'll still be here right. and oh yeah uh, and he's, but still, he's not listening oh, he's, he's just not, trying it on he's, yeah, he's just trying just to get listening. his hands on her and kiss her neck in that and she says a few times you've never met you've never met a girl like me mm. you've never met a girl like me so uh, he decides to take her to see his horse. Um, don't go well. No. The horse really don't like her. And she says, horses don't like me. And he's like, no shit. My <laughs> horse really doesn't like you. Yeah, just ran off. Um, and <laughs> um, so he, he starts driving her again. She starts getting a bit nervous about when's dawn, when's the sun coming. Well, out. this is what I thought. How long have they been driving around at night? Well, I think they'd maybe just been having fun, lost track of time. They'd gone to see the horse, which was like a non-event. Um, and then he does really pull a dick move, which I'll be honest, back in the day wouldn't have been beyond me, but by today's lens is a real dick oh, the, move. Uh, I'm not letting you out until you kiss me. Thing. Well, the whole, like, he's driving her home and he, go, he stops the car and he says, like, yeah, I'll take you on back. Once you give me a kiss, and then he drops his keys down his shirt. Um, but it, pay, you know, she is kind of she's kind of into him. She kind yeah, of but him. from what you know after, she's been playing him really. She has and she hasn't because I think she's kind of she's kind of fallen for him, but she never goes to kill him. No, I think she just um, kind of likes him. No, I think she she just wants a companion, doesn't she? Yeah, I don't know. She doesn't. She seems to just want to get away from him and get back. She doesn't make any attempt to, to try and actually bite him. Well, she bites him. Oh, yeah, but only because he stops the truck and says, "I'll take you back when you give me a kiss." Yeah, because she could have just given him a kiss. Well, she does. Yeah, but she bites him. But, yeah, but they start snogging. The sun is the sun's coming up. Uh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, but <laughs> but if he hadn't have done that, if. Would she have bitten him if he'd have just driven her home and said, "Okay, here you are. Oh, there you go. Bye. See, See you later." later. No, I think if she'd have driven him home, he might have been dead. I don't know. I, I, I yeah. I think she. But the, the seed is planted that they're falling in love. And yeah. They've kind of fallen in love, even though he's a douche. He's, he's a douche. Really he's seem, never met her before. And she doesn't seem that interested. But yeah. Anyway, she seems a bit flighty going on about stars and scaring all. Yeah. 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 Uh, you've never met a girl like me. Okay, well, um, hopefully not. So they kiss and she bites him. She runs off. I, I, I like, love that shot where he's like stood there rubbing his neck and you just see her going full whack, shabang, pelting right into the horizon. Yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> like, <laughs> like a dust trail behind her. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, how long are you going to hold yeah, this shot? Yeah, like, cut. Like, no, she's still <laughs> like, going. She's still oh, going. Yeah, I'll keep it rolling. Like, she's still like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, she's um, going for it. She must be knackered. Caleb goes back to his truck and it won't start. Yeah, he's um, stranded. So he storms to come in. So he starts walking home, um, and it's a real quick 
kind of transformation scene in order to take a little bit it's very traditional well, you know, well the dawn's the, the, the sun's coming up when she's running away it's, yeah and the sun didn't take that long to come up it comes up didn't it well the she must have been up. having problems as well but yeah. then but then you find out later she has she was she'd been followed there is a whole shitload of inconsistency with how people burn at different speeds yeah. or vampires burn at different speeds well, there's, uh, there's plot protection isn't there yeah yeah, so um, he's going home, and he feels rough. I mean, he's struggling to get home. He feels sick as a dog. Yeah, he's stumbling. He's struggling to get home, um, and as the sun comes up, and he's getting hot, and he's getting sweaty, and then you're starting to see that he's uh, he's actually smoking. Mm. You know, uh, he's burning up, um, and he gets near home, and he's going through like the ploughed fields and kind of stumbling his sister sees him on the yeah his sister Sarah sees him and his dad Loy who's the vet um, and she's like oh no you know it's Caleb he doesn't look well he doesn't look well and just as they're kind of sort of about to go and kind of see to him and help him out a mysterious RV pulls in that breaking back type RV yeah <laughs> White turns out yeah, it's yeah, it's a proper meth lab RV. <laughs> um, Black tank windows with a yeah. tiny little strip in the front. Yeah, um, that comes tearing in out of nowhere, um, and it snatches up Caleb. And uh, basically, we—that's when we meet, meet crew, our band you? of badasses. Um, so. Uh, so the kind of most in-your-face one is like Bill Paxton. Severin, yeah. Severin. Well, he wants to kill him immediately, didn't he? Yeah, I think they all kind of... That's, uh, and then there's Diamondback, which is Jeanette Goldstein. Um, there's Homer that we mentioned earlier, which is the, the, the old man in the young boy's body. Um, uh, and Lance Hendrickson is Jesse Hooker, who's mm. kind of like the leader of the band. And they're just sort of basic, they're just like your basic desperados, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and to begin with, the f- first time you see the film, you're very much like, No, these are cool as fuck. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, what are they, What's going on? What are they all about? Like, yeah. You know, because you're not, you're not, you kind of get that he's a vampire, but, or that's what's going on, but yeah. you're not really sure what they're all about. Um, and the leader is kind of, um, he's creepy, but he's, he's, he's kind of, he's calm, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Or, or he is to begin with. He's yeah. not really, Severin is the real kind of like, oh, he's you know, I'm going to kill yeah. you. I'm going to, you know. Um, May protects Caleb and he's like, no, no, we'll, t- he, we'll turn him. We'll yeah. make him one of us. Um, then they go to their hideout, don't they? It's the thing that always interests me. It, it like in this early bit where they're discussing uh, Caleb. Yeah, why pick him up if it's that much bother? Well, I guess maybe May May had a bit of sway in the group, or maybe she said this guy got away from me, and they were like, "Well, we can't let anyone get away because they may bring the police." So there may have been that element of yeah. it. Um, but. Um, we find out through their discussion where they're talking about what to do with him, Homer says that he turned May. So he, he'd bitten May and he'd, turned, he'd got her into yeah. being a vampire. Um, you don't know how long for, though, do you? 
Yeah, you do. You, yeah, you find it, it was only a short amount of time. Um, right. I'm pretty sure, I may be wrong, I'm pretty sure she mentions that it was either three months or at the most three years. Right. Not not long. Not, I mean, in terms of being a vampire, not Yeah, long. right, okay. Um, but yeah, it always interests me that, like, who turned Homer? Well, you, you only get glimpses of what, how long you have a lot of been around. Well, you know that you find out that Jesse was around from the Civil War, so he'd be that puts him at about at that time he'd have been about a hundred, just over a hundred. Well, apparently they didn't they start the Chicago Fire. Yeah, and that was eighteen eighteen forty one or something. Oh, okay. So he's about 150, 160. Yeah, okay, so hang on, when was the Civil War? So him War? and Severin were, were around then. He was, he did, did he not say he was turned during the, the Civil War? Yeah, so what, what year, what was that, early 1800s? Mid. Mid 1800s, wasn't yeah. it? So, so, yeah, so 18, so if you say, so, so yeah, so there's about 150 about years 50, old. he's about 50, isn't he? He's about 40, 50. Oh, yeah, he looks about that. Oh, he looks rough, though. He mm. looks proper ghoulish. Um, but he's the leader, so you would maybe assume that he was the oldest out of all, all of them. But then you wonder that maybe Homer was the oldest out of all of them. But because he was in the body of a boy, he, just, he ended up... He, he's not... Yeah. Did he say um, 150 years, Homer? When he's going no, on no, his no, rant I, about being in a boy's body, but no, I'm not going over again. Being a big man <laughs> in, a, in a small body. Um no, I don't think they. It's, it's only ever really alluded to, but it, I, I mean, I've you no clue how long Diamondback's been knocking about. No, but I'm guessing that Jessie turned her, so I'm guessing it must have been. That she's not as old as him. Yeah. But I, you don't know that for a fact, and like I said, who, which of them turned Homer? And you wonder maybe, maybe Jessie in Diamondback wanted a kid. Yeah. So they. T- bit a kid, Homer. That's weird, isn't it? To turn him into a vampire so that they would always have a kid. But you never really find out who turned Homer. Um so anyway, um so so we we've met the band of badasses and they decide that they're gonna give Caleb a week to see if they can call him, you know, one of us. Um Which involves well, they well they live a very nomadic lifestyle. They they sort of switch vehicles regularly. Um, they kind of drive by night, hunt by night. In the day, they kind of black out the car, um, put blankets up, spray paint the windows, try and get to a shaded place. Yeah. Um, I will say, if you're a vampire, Texas or, isn't the best place to be. <laughs> don't go anywhere near the equator. If you're a vampire, <laughs> or, or indeed anyone with a problem with intense sunlight or heat from the sun, yeah, you, you're asking. Go you're north. Yeah. Go north, and again, thirty days go, a night. Yeah, they got the right. Those are <laughs> those are smart vampires. Yeah, but they're from the safe, aren't they? He fought for the safe. He didn't want to leave the safe. It's well, his home. Well, yeah, I know, but uh, I. <laughs> God no. It's it's just a dumb. It's, that is just a silly. <laughs> it's to make it a western. Yeah. But if you think about it, if you were a vampire, you just wouldn't hang. You wouldn't be anywhere near the equator. No, you not, would go not where for, the nights are long. Fifty years. You would Mind go. You, you'd be used to, it, wouldn't you? You'd be like, well, yeah, I've coped with it this far. But what it, were they doing when they before they? But it's, drive? 
But it's such an uns- but their whole <laughs> lifestyle is just so unsustainable, isn't it? Well, how did they cope before they had vehicles? I guess they just did it on horseback. I don't know. Fucking hell, what ball like? But then I, but then that's I. That could also and be... they're poor vampires, which you don't get that often, do you? How, how do you mean they're poor? Well, they're, they're, they're a lot of vampires. You see, living living a lavish life. We've got money yeah. and got the sense to go where it's dark <laughs> enough. Like, go to Europe, <laughs> where the nights are long, it's cold, <laughs> there's not a lot of sun. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, it goes somewhere where there's lots of trees and they'd have been better off. Just stay out of direct sunlight <laughs> and you'll not be alright. Where's the trees when you need a tree? Um, not even a cactus, it was a desert. <laughs> That's a cracking point now, mate. Well, yeah, I, that's what I would say. 30 Days a Night, that's a pretty... That is, I forget how good a film that is. That's a cracking film. We should do that. And that is, that is sensible vampire behaviour. Jamie and Fortress Betamax Dungeon. <laughs> right, where are we up to now? Uh, so, basically, they've accepted... Kind of accepted Caleb into the crew. They've all introduced themselves... Um, you know, Severin has kind of said, I'm your worst nightmare, and Homer has grabbed his crutch and told him not to mispronounce his name. They arrive at a town, uh, they set up for the night, and they all kind of go their separate ways to hunt. Um, uh, Homer takes a bike, they've stolen a, a I think it's, what would you call it, like a... Station, fat, yeah, a that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it's got a bike on I board. think he does that, that bike all the time, though, didn't he? Because there was on the RV as well, yeah. I noticed. There's always a Seven bike. just throws it on the floor. Yeah, yeah, just chucks <laughs> it in. Just head. throws it yeah. So uh, they, all, they, all separate, they all separate, they all go off to hunt. Um, Caleb goes off with May, and Caleb's not feeling well, you know, obviously because of the vampirism, I guess. You know, he's not, he's not fed yet. Um, he's not feeling well. Uh, and he's saying, "May I really like you, but I just want to go home. I just want to get away and get home." So he leaves her, and she kind of says, "You ain't gonna get far." So she is. That's when he goes to the b- bus station. Yeah. And he's three dollars short of a ticket, and uh, the guy at the counter won't help him, and he tries to eat a candy bar. He can't eat. And, it. Yeah, it makes him puke. He just can't eat the candy, um, and a cop. A cop who you initially think is going to be like a real asshole to him yeah. takes him to one side and he questions him a bit and he says, like, what drugs are you on and everything. And he says that, I just really want to get home. I just need $3. So the copper actually helps him out. He gives him the free quid. Yeah. Um, starts get getting on the bus, starts travelling, and then he starts feeling so ill he's got to stop the bus to get off. Um, it feels like shit. Gets off the bus... And he goes. He kind of finds his. He finds his way back to May, uh, and May does that kind of classic vampire thing of like she opens up her own vein yeah. to feed him. Um, and uh, it around this point we flash back, or not flashback, but we cut back to Caleb's home, and uh, his dad Loy and his sister Sarah are really obviously worried about. Oh yeah, they're they're um, beside themselves. And they've been going to the police and they're saying, you're not really doing enough. What's going on? Yeah, he says it's been 24 hours and they've been doing, they could be doing 55 miles an hour if they could be anywhere. Yeah, he says, what, what are you going to do? What, what are you going to do to help that? And I mean, they end up kind of just 
going on the road, don't they, to just try yeah. and find him, just try and kind of get an idea of way, where he may have ended up. So they're just doing whatever they can. Um, and uh, we go back to May and Caleb, and May is basically telling Caleb um, that they, he can live forever, you know, they can you be together, to, you have but to kill. you have to kill. Um, and that's when we start seeing each of the characters... Kind yeah, of. I was a little bit disappointed with this like run of scenes. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so we see Homer on his bike, and he's faked a crash as a yeah. kid, which is kind of believe- not not at that, that time, time of night. night. No, you'd be like, <laughs> "Fuck that kid!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not getting out of my car at this time of night. Why is that kid out on this road yeah, at this time? Exactly, middle of nowhere. Um, but that's kind of believable. So Homer fakes a child bike crash. A driver stops, gets out to help him. He bites the driver. Cuts away um, to Paxton. Yeah, looking like Elvis. Being full on dick mode. <laughs> he's, he's packing guns as well. He's, twi- he's, he's a gun-toting white twat. Yeah. And he gets picked up by two black ladies. I know. <laughs> I, it just seems really improbable. <laughs> it just seems just, really improbable that he would pick that gun. He looks like, like a redneck twat with guns. <laughs> Let's pick up this white redneck twat with guns. I, yeah, he does I mean, look nice though. He looks handsome, doesn't he? No. <laughs> he looks like a dick. Yeah, no, I don't buy that scene. I don't. I, he's not was, that. He ain't that charismatic. He was funny. I know, but he's not. Scene. He's not that bloody charismatic. It's the way he, the way he does his hair. It's no, no, he looks bad. He looks really bad. Like, they're not going to pull over and pick him He's up. He's got they? guns. Yeah, but do they see the guns or is he putting them he away? He was swirling them. He had them in a holster and stuff. It went on each side, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no way you'd pick that There's on. no way you'd pick that guy up. There's no way I would ever pick Bill Paxton up. Uh, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. But I would have never picked that guy up. No, well, you're not a you're not a um, seventy year old black girl in Texas in nineteen eighty five. Yeah, say eighty seven. Right, do you think that <laughs> makes it more likely? Oh, no, no, I think it makes um, it less likely to be honest. I love I love Bill Paxton, and he's he's brilliant in this. But I no, he's he's brilliant in one scene. I think <laughs> the. Oh, the barroom scene. The, the barroom scene. He nails, he yeah, nails he it. absolutely nails um, it. We'll get to that in a minute. He, he, when I was a kid in Aliens, and watched Aliens, I, f- I thought he was great. Yeah. I watch Aliens now, he almost ruins it. Do you think? Yeah, he comes in, as I watch it now, he's so annoying. And it, maybe it's because I've seen it so many times. Yeah, I think it's because we're older as well. Yeah. We're like, shut up, you prick. Yeah. When you're, yeah. When you're Suck younger, it up. When you're younger, you're like... I'll be like that. You're like, he's cool as fuck, he's doing Yeah, I'd be like that. I'd be saying that. And now you're older, you'd just you're be like, like, yeah, shut Yeah, he's really yeah, fucking shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't need to literally say what we're all thinking. Just shut up. We're all thinking that, Bill. <laughs> we, we, know. we know we're fucked. We know shut it's game up. over, mate. Yeah, get, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, the fucking dropship just blew up. Sorry, that was <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. Yeah, Bill, we know. What the fuck are we going to do now? Yeah. And I I love a guy. Um, But he's good at horrible villains. And he's a horrible villain in this. It's when they started... It was in that Twister era where it was like, let's make him a... A leading man. Yeah. Yeah. And he's fine in Twister, but 
He's just always a better villain. Oh, in he's my a great brain. villain. Um, he's great in what's the one where they sit down and have the meal? Is it Last Supper? They don't have the meal. Yeah, there's a, they invite. <laughs> oh, that is the, yeah, that is the Last, Last Supper. Supper. It's a he's bunch the first of, one to go, isn't he? It's a whole bunch of liberal people. Yeah. Uh, Murderous liberal people. That was so ahead of his time. Yeah, I mean, what's yeah? Uh, hunt, it's, the, these were bad people, so it's okay that we're murdering them yeah. because he was a racist, he was a misogynist, he was a climate he's denier. Enough, he's a he's, he's the misogynist, I think. Yeah, well, he's the first one they do, isn't he? I think so. Because he turns up, at a, his van breaks down, or his, his vehicle breaks down, and they invite him in. It's more by accident with him, isn't it? Yeah. He just happens to turn up, and they invite him in. And then I think they through the court. He's just pushing all their buttons, and he knows he is. Well, I think I think he is. I think he's just really misogynist. Then he doesn't he try it on with one of the ladies, or well, he's being racist as well. Yeah, he's not about. He talks about the owls, doesn't he? Some owl dies. Yeah, yeah, and it, it goes up. It's that's it's, that's its time, and that's its time. We've chopped this last tree down, and he's chopped it down. But it's so. Um, <laughs> but he, he's only in it for like ten minutes. But he absolutely chews the senior out. He's great at what he does in that. Oh film. yeah, and that film's kind of ahead of his time. Oh way ahead. I think a lot of liberal people would benefit from seeing that film mm. now. Mm. You know, and it's like you can't be liberal and a murderer. You can. No, of course you can't. It, it's a it's a dichotomy. It cannot be. Um, so, um, okay, where well, we got to? We're near dark, mate. Oh yeah, so, the, the uh, Lance Hamilton and um, Jeanette Goldstein. Then first. Oh yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So they, yeah. So we see, yeah. Uh, Bill Paxton gets picked up by the two young ladies. Seems unlikely. Improbably. Um, and then we, see, yeah, <laughs> pretty improbable. And then Jesse and uh, Jeanette Goldstein. Their scenes, they're kind of just driving along the highway and they're kind of reminiscing and they're kind of, they're, they kind of seem good together yeah. and that and um, they're kind of remembering the time that he met her and they talk about, actually they do talk about when he bit her. Right. Because he picked her up at the side of the road. Right. Um, and then they get into... into you see a, his nails. You see his oh, nails. Oh, got very long nails. Really yeah. weird nails. Yeah. Really white. Um, and kind of long. He is a vampire, although not a vampire. Um, and they get carjacked. Yeah, well, they, they, it's the old hitcher. One yeah. hitcher appears. They tell him to get in, and then the other guy appears at the window with a gun. And they are, I, it's fair to say, they're ridiculously rapey. Yeah, they? very It's rapey. very clear they're not looking for the car or the money. they got one thing in mind. So, in... You don't see what happens no, to him. You, you know, catch but, it away, and you're like, oh, but you know that they're going. Well, he turns the radio. There will be an old yeah. karma, and he turns the radio up. One of them starts snogging Jeanette Goldstein, and then it cuts away. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh, I could have just seen a little bit more of that. Yeah, but you know that they, you don't need to, because you know they're going to fuck him up. Um, so don't they get in the van with that black driver, the the, the truck with the black driver? Yeah, hang on. I think that comes a little bit later. Actually, was that the second just. Night? Oh no, they, they do. They, they do. And uh, that that truck driver uh, is clearly out of his mind on speed. Oh god, yeah, he won't shut up. Yeah, he's a speed freak. Um, and he does a lot. Of, he does a lot of um, foreshadowing about how uh, trucks behave. 
Oh, does about, he? I miss that. Jackknifing and stuff like that. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, I miss that. Yeah, I miss that. <laughs> it, he's, he's, that still doesn't explain what happens at the end. No, no. I'm, I'm glad there was a bit of foreshadowing, but that still doesn't yeah. really kind of clear up any of my questions I have about <laughs> that, how that truck behaves at the end of the film. Um, so, um, and the, I mean, although he's clearly off his box mm. on speed, he's still a really likable guy. In Caleb, again, he can't. You don't he want to kill get, the guy. Just came, Do you want to drive the truck? Yeah. It's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he's mental. Oh, look how many gears I've got. You've got 13 gears. Oh, I'm not saying anything. Oh, he's crazy about his gears. And then um, Caleb's clearly not all right. And he's like, hey, you all right, son? What's up? What's going on? And he stops. Caleb sort of jumps out of the truck. And then the truck driver is kind of... He's, He's already very nice, is he? He's kind of a little bit like, oh, what's the matter, you lightweight? What, can't you hold your speed or whatever it is you're on? Or I don't know. And he's a little bit like... He's a little bit kind of... Heartless, or appears that. Well, he's you know, off his tits. He is absolutely off his tits on speed. But, I mean, he, he does kind of say like, oh, no, seriously, do you need help? So, yeah. you know, he's kind of okay. But um, as this is all happening, May creeps up behind him and bites his throat out. Yeah. Um, Again, you don't see too much, do you? No, 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 no not really. Um, but the the whole problem with the gang, within the gang, is that Caleb is not feeding. Yeah. It, he, he will only feed on May. May has been making the kills, and then he bites and feeds off May. So he's not actually taking any, any innocent blood at this point. Um, so... Causes friction in the gang, and they're very much like, yeah, no, we're not. We need to get rid of this guy. Yeah, they kind of like, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. But he's kind of, he's kind of on the skids. It's it's really kind of like last chance. Um, And that's when they descend on the roadhouse. Yeah, which is where you get the like this. We said before the the shot on the hill coming. Yeah, yeah, it's the very Lost Boys shot, like backlit. Backlit. They got the smoke Smog. machine. <laughs> they got the smoke Full machine on. on overtime. All the way up to eleven, or well, it only goes up to ten. They got all the way up to ten, just po- po- poking out the smoke. Um, and they walk into a really weird bar. The it, the movie spins on this point. I think it, you, it up to this point you've been getting a certain kind of movie. Right. It's all been enjoyable, but that bar scene really turns it up a bit. It turns it right up. It it um it is really quite nasty. Oh, I love right. it. I love it. Well the <sighs> Bill Paxton in this scene is horrible, you know, just do you know what I mean? Like literally the worst person you would ever want to work walk into a bar. Well yeah. That you're in. <laughs> Not just because he's a vamp. No, it's just but you've met guy you've met near people to that, have come yeah. into yeah. come into the bar and they've stood right next to you and they're talking to you and you're like, this is gonna fucking kick off. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not quite as bad as him, but you've near enough. You're yeah, near yeah, enough yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh fuck. This guy is clearly looking for trouble. They're clearly looking for trouble. Yeah. And all the people in the bar, even though it's like a kind of redneck hick bar, none of the all of the people in there are kind of like, oh no, we don't really oh Yeah. Don't really want any trouble. But he knocks the guy's drink over at the bar. He's a bit rude. And then he kind of says... Like, oh, I'll get you a drink. Yeah, I'll get you one. And then he <laughs> kind of says, oh, yeah, you're paying for it. 
That's the guy uh, Arnie gets his clothes from in Terminator. Yeah. He doesn't have, have a lot of luck in the does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that is that the same guy. Um, Terminator 2, I should say. That's it. Um, so, that, so, he, so Bill Paxton basically provokes the guy into getting punchy. Mm. And then Bill Paxton just holds Caleb in front of him. Yeah. And says, it's okay. Yeah, I'm trying to teach the boys something. Just hit him. They've got the guy wells on him a yeah. few times. Which seems a bit... A bit odd. Yeah, it's like, well, hang on. It wouldn't him that knocked my drink over. It's you that I want to beat up. <laughs> Jesse stood just by the door. Well, they, well, Jesse and Diamondback in Homer in May have just gone to a booth yeah. in the back. And they're getting served by a waitress. And oh, while all yeah. that's going on with Bill, uh, Jesse does this weird thing with a waitress. He almost mesmerises her, doesn't he? Or he's like saying, oh... Yeah, he needs a glass. Yeah. He goes, put the the beers down and get me a glass. Yeah. But then he's sort of talking to her and he kind of, he's she's drawn into him and he's like almost sitting her on his, his lap and Diamondback just slits her throat from behind. Yeah. And then he leans her forward and pours her blood into the gro- into the And the, bar, the barman's still there going, what the fuck? He's like, whoa, this is, get, this is escalating. Yeah, he's <laughs> it's got, escalating. He's got a shotgun behind the bar. You don't um, get that out quick enough. No, no, not at all. No. How many people are in the bar? Uh, four? One, five. Two, three, four. There's a bar. Yeah, about five. There's five. There's a barmaid, the barman. The bloke red, out the bar. Bloke, bloke at the jukebox. Bloke at the guy jukebox, playing pool. And the guy playing pool. Yeah. Look at that um, poor fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he, well, he's the lucky <laughs> um, yeah, they, 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 the ca- they put the camera on him. As they walk into the bar, yeah. and you don't see him again till and he's right still in that exact same like, <laughs> oh shit, like kind of yeah. Um, so uh, so Caleb is provoked in the end to retaliate, yeah, and he basically punches the guy into the pool table. Yeah, he goes, did I do that? Yeah, <laughs> did I do that? Um, and then it yeah, it all just really kicks off. They kind of Seven gets on the bar. I'm yeah, chasing the, the with, his with his spurs, kills. That's a great bit. Of that that is good. Where he kicks the barman's neck open, basically yeah. with spurs. Um, the guy at the jukebox bit is really good. Where he takes his glasses off, and uh, just before he bites him, he's like, "I hate it when they ain't been shaved." Does he not just crush his head as well? I think he he does. Basically, they get into a bit of a like mano on mano mano a mano kind of Tussle. battle of strength. And he's just so clearly stronger than the other guy. And he just grabs his head and starts crushing it. And then he goes to bite him. The guy can't even fight him off. He's just so much stronger. Yeah. But that, that whole... It's drawn out, slow. Well, no, but just that whole kind of... I hate it when they ain't been shaved. Is almost They're just like cattle. Mm. Um, and you... Given the nature of... Within the context of the film, given the nature of vampirism... Um, this is the scene where we realise they're not doing this because they're vampires. They're doing it because they enjoy like it. it. Yeah. They are relishing what they're doing. You know, it's not, oh, I'm a vampire. I've got to kill oh, So I have to do this. They're, they would be doing this regardless of whether they were vampires. How often are they doing this? Are they, they're not doing this. Uh, they got to feed every night, I guess. It was, like, like we've, we've spoke about before with vampires, if 
there's got to be fucking at least five people every night getting murdered. And how far are they going? Well, yeah. They but, can't go that far. Yeah, not in a... No, not within the space of... Well, they've got to do some travelling. Well, yeah, and they're always switching vehicles. Then they've and, got to hunt somebody. Yeah. They'd be like 30 miles away from the last five people that got murdered. Well, that's why if you're going to be a vampire, living a nomad... You can't... A, a nomadic lifestyle... It fits the context of the film because mm. the film wants it to be a western. So uh, the, the vampires are a band of outlaws. They're a travelling band of outlaws. But in the context of being a vampire, it doesn't really work because no. travelling around, it'd just be a real schlep. Yeah. You know, it'd be a ball ache, wouldn't it? It's like, oh Christ, where, where, where are we going to go tonight? this for fucking 100 years. Yeah, this is a pain <laughs> in the ass. There's no guarantee we're going to find anywhere... It, you know, they're in the desert. Yeah. Why would, the Dumb. Other thing, the, the other thing is... Don't be, don't be a vampire in the desert. Why would you keep making more of them? But they they hadn't made that many. Well, they made May. Yeah, but I recently. think... Yeah, but that was... Well, is it just boredom while they do that? They well, I think it's Homer, isn't it? I think it, through the course of the film, we realise that Homer... I mean, he's, he's probably never shagged anyone. So, I, I think maybe he... Turned May because he wanted female companionship. Right. But May... Rejected him. Well, because he is in the body of a child. So I think, as it as we'll get to, he's got... He ends up having another idea of how he can get... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll get to it. Um, so... No. Well, they're still in the bar. They're in the bar. They've left Caleb to kill uh, James Lee Gross. Well, it, yeah, I mean, they basically just decimate the bar, don't they? They just they kill everyone in, in there. It's pretty creepy. Well, don't There's kill everyone. Whole... Well, one guy escapes. He jumps out the window. One guy jumps out the window. Acrobatically. Do you um, know who he is? He has appeared in a He's lot in of... 3 O'Clock High. That's what you remember. He's the, he's the bully in 3 O'Clock High. Oh, um, okay. I don't know that I've seen 3 O'Clock High. You've seen 3 O'Clock High. It's where that... The massive... He's a big guy, and he picks on a some some nerd pisses him off, and yeah. the whole film is. He's gonna, it's, like high new, it's high noon, but yeah, high school. Who's yeah. in that? James Lee Gross, and I can't remember who the, the 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 other guy is. And they teachers. No, you're thinking of the the one with Ice Cube in. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ice Cube and the guy from Always Sunny. Oh, okay. Is that the same thing where it's like they're going to meet after school and yeah. fight? Yeah, and he's a, he's a, he's a horrible bruiser and he knocks out a teacher and everything. Nobody messes with him. I can't remember. Oh, you must have seen Three O'Clock High. I, I don't know that I have. Sorry. Anyway, carry on. Um, oh yeah, they send Caleb, stupidly, they send Caleb on his own to get him. The guy's sure. just jumped out the window. Yes. They've sent Caleb off on his own to kill him. And left him to it. Yeah. And um, his bottle goes again. Well, the whole, well, the whole bar scene in a lot of ways was like orchestrated to get hit. They all wanted to see him kill. Yeah. And that, you know, that you get the idea. That's not not their normal way of hunting, is it? Really, they might do that every now and mm. then, but they were purely kind of doing that in the bar because they really wanted to see him kill. In um, May even tries to help him along, doesn't she? Because she starts dancing with the last guy, trying to just lure him in and say, it'll be all right, it'll be all right, just let us, just let us kill you, kind of thing. 
Um, <laughs> Just let us kill you. Kind of. Um, and she's, in a way, she's almost trying to make Caleb jealous. Yeah. They're trying to find a way to get him angry so that he will yeah. kill. But and he nice won't. Guy. He just sent that kind of guy. He just sent that kind of guy. And even though he's jealous, he chases the guy out of the bar and you don't kill him. Um, and it just causes more, even more friction in the group. They're like, this guy... Well, they should have just fucking killed him then, really. This guy is not going to be a good vampire. You they should have just, just killed him then. That would have made sense. Would have made perfect but, sense. But May has got sway in the group. I think they all kind of like May... You know, he, you know, Jess is the leader and all that, but May, she's new to the group, and they all, I think, they all appreciate having a new yeah her to the group. So she has a bit of sway when she's saying like, "When I don't kill him, don't kill him, don't kill him," they are kind of listening to her. Um, but uh, because he lets this kid get away, they're basically in a tight spot. They're in a pickle. They get to a motel. And that whole scene's good. Yeah, that's really good with the old guy. Have you been here before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Get through about every hundred years. (laughs) Get through here about every 50 years. Um, That whole bit as well with the sunlight coming in and he's waiting for the keys and he puts the keys down in the sunlight and he so he kind of wraps his hand to pick the keys up. Um, Well, Severin shoots at a hole in the... Well, they get surrounded by coppers, don't they? James, James, the guy from the bar has got the police. Yeah. And they've tracked him down to this hotel. Yeah. Fucking daylight! <laughs> it's like, could you not see it coming through the curtains, Bill? It's like, come on. Yeah, he shoots a hole in the thing and gets, gets blasted in the chest. Half of his face melts off. Oh, it's great. He opens the door. He opens the door. Oh, yeah, of course he goes, yeah. He's like, fucking daylight! And it's like, <laughs> obviously, you could see it through the curtains. Well, he's a brick, isn't he? Um, <laughs> he's an idiot. So it's quite. that's quite a good... Gunfight. Oh, it's a, it's a proper Western Western style gunfight yeah, scene. But they don't surrender all of it. They leave a gap at the back. Yeah, they do. <laughs> well, there is a guy covering the back. He's just not covering it very no. well. Um, well, he gets a few slugs in. Yeah, that's true. But it's just one guy, and he's not really doing very well. Um, well, they don't. They'd expect him. They don't expect him to walk through like five bullets like he does. Yeah, because he gets shot about five times. Oh yeah, Caleb has the idea to grab the keys, and the van's parked fucking miles away. Why don't we just park it outside? That would make more sense. (laughs) Yeah, we're vampires. We can't walk in sunlight, so yes, we need to get away next near the back door. I I bet you open that door, mate. Ah, so far away. But he, (laughs) but he makes the run. through the sun. Run through the sun. Run through the sun. He's getting shot, he makes it to the van, he basically saves the day, he gets them out of there, he gets them away from the cops. Um, and that that whole scene is, like you said, it's very Western. These are very, they're like the last gang of outlaws yeah. in town, kind of thing. Um, he saves them, and for the first time, he earns a degree of respect. their respect because yeah. he did save their lives. And even though he still hasn't killed yet, they're kind of warming to him. Severin gives him one of his spurs. Yeah. Um, so they travel on. And like I think I said, it was at this point it started, after this scene, it started to lose me a little bit. Okay. Um, carry on. Well, I was going to say, so, yeah, so they've had the gunfight. Um, they travel on again and they need to stop again. 
Um, it's kind of interesting. This one, they stop at the Godspeed Motel. Yeah. Um, and this would be this would be a good point to say um, that whereas where the film is trying to rework the vampire mythos, um, no religious no nothing at all thing seems to have any effect on. Him. Um, I think at one point you even see on Jess on the revolver that Jesse's got. There's like a cross on the handle. Right. Um, and I don't think that you, reflections never come up. I don't no. think you ever see them. In, it, it's never. It's just never an issue. Um, religious things don't seem to be a problem. It's just daylight heat in there. It's literally just the sun. It just the seems sun to be and the fire sun. Seems to be a problem. And yeah, like I said, they're in Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing that can hurt you, mm. and where it is the most, um, yeah. So I mean, so of the so of the traditional vampire thing, really, it's only the the daylight. Daylight is their kryptonite, and um, they're immortal, mm. and they have to feed. Yeah, you have to feed on blood. You have to kill. You have to feed. That's really the only continuation of like the vampire thing. Are they so, having sexy time? Do you think? What shagging as well? Mm. I don't know. They all they seem to care about the blood drinking seems to be like a replacement for that, mm. doesn't it? But I think like if you were drinking blood every night, you'd be what, sick of it. Would you get? Yeah, wouldn't you be like? <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? You'd be like one night. You'd be like, I don't I fancy something a bit different tonight. I don't, you know. Yeah, they can't eat anything. They've got like, no choice. I just, I'd they like can't a even sandwich. have a chocolate bar, can they? Yeah, I know. That'd get a pretty fucking quick. But then, the, but then I also like the idea of being addicted to something that never you never get a tolerance to. Like, every time you take that hit of blood, every time, it's like the first time. Yeah. That first... In, I've never injected heroin. But every time is like that first time you inject heroin. Yeah. So, if that was the case... You could get... I could understand the vampire. Yeah, maybe. You know, like literally every night you go out... Get a hit. And that is like... It is exactly the same every time. For a million years, it's like the first time. So in that regard, that is kind of attractive. Um, oh, so, well, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> selling the, the vampire lifestyle to you, Mike. So they go to the, the Godspeed Motel. Yeah. Um, By sheer chance... Yeah, conveniently, shock horror, uh, Homer meets Caleb's sister in the drinks machine. Yeah. And Do you want to watch TV? Is it colour? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on then. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so as it turns out, Caleb's sister and dad are there looking for him. Yeah. In, in, as they've just turned up. Homer and Sarah, the sister, bump into no- one another. It's almost, if I can interject... Super it, creepy. It's very creepy. If I could just interject here. Yeah. It's like, at this point in the script, they went, we need to wrap this shit up. Yeah, it does get a... Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Sorry, I'm just going for my notes. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean by super creepy. Yeah. Because, because he has an idea straight away. I mean, he is a kid, but we know all... He's not a kid. He's not a kid. He's He's like a hundred-year-old man Mm. in a kid body. So I get... uh, It's almost like, okay, here's another child. 
Yeah. If I turn her... Wasn't that an issue in uh, Interview with a Vampire as well? Yeah, yeah. Kristen Dunst. Yeah. Yeah. She had the same sort of... She's a lady. Issue. Yeah, well, obviously a lady. Yeah, young girl. Yeah, she was about 12, wasn't she, when she was... Yeah. And she's the worst out of all of them, isn't she? I think. Yeah, she gets to. She's the more... Yeah, she ends up being the more nasty out of all of the vampires. Well, she's she's angry about it. Yeah, yeah. It kind of makes sense. Um, She's got the same frustration. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't grow up. I've grown up, but I can't. Um, So... Yeah, so it all comes to a head in the hotel room. Caleb comes back. Obviously, he's like, hey, it's my sister, Homer, and the other vampire. People are like, well, no, you know, she's... She's got to die, basically. She's going to die. Caleb's dad, Tim Thomason, turns up as well. There's a bit of a set to. um, And the gang are going to kill him. Even though Caleb said, no, they're my family, they're my my family. They are going to kill him. Yeah, of course they are. They haven't got a choice, to be fair. Yeah, not really. I guess they feel they haven't. Um, Sarah makes a daring move, opens the door. No, no, before that, Caleb's dad shoots shoots him. Oh, yeah, he does. Shoots who? Shoots Jesse. And he, oh, yeah, I think he, he does. He, he spits the... He crushes the oh, gun in his hand. Right. He spits yeah. the bullet out. That's right. Look, puts it back in his pocket and looks really annoyed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, tried yeah. it. Where does he shoot him? I he shoots him right in the chest. I can't remember. Shoots him in the chest because he comes to all. He, he warns him. He goes, "It ain't gonna work." Yeah, yeah. What yeah, you're yeah. thinking ain't gonna work, and he shoots him, and then he puts his head down, spits up the bullet. Lance Henriksen's really good in this, and he's really kind of yeah. yeah, he's really good. Um, he's creepy and sort of dangerous, but yet he's he never comes across as really obnoxious or. Do you see him kill anyone? Mm. I don't think you do, do you? He doesn't kill anyone in the bar. Yeah, no. He he drains the blood out of the girl's throat, but mm. Diamond back slashes her. Um, yeah, no. He is sort of. Um, he's that sort of makes him more interesting. Isn't yeah, it? he's the leader, and you know he's dangerous, but at the same time, there's just kind of a calmness about mm. him. He's you know he's uh, as it goes on, he gets a bit more irate, but. Um, can I rate? <laughs> he gets a little bit niggled later. Li- yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he gets a little bit niggly later. A little bit miffed. Um, so, uh, Caleb escapes, basically. There's shenanigans in the hotel room. Yeah. But basically, his sis- young sister Sarah opens the door, daylight comes in, they manage to escape. He escapes with his yeah. family. They the get go- back home, Yeah. and he's saying, let's try a blood transfusion. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, it's good. Why? why I, I'm not even 100% sure why you would. I mean, he's looking at. He's driving home with his dad and he's looking at the bottles in the back of his dad's truck. Yeah, which is for animals because he's. Yeah. Bear. And he just thinks, oh, I know. I, I, blood transfusion. Which, I don't know, maybe you would think that. Maybe you would think, oh, there's something wrong with my blood. I, but he has a blood transfusion. Where did he get the blood from? Uh, Out of his dad? It would, Yeah, it was his dad. You do but it see would have been dad. enough. Well, it would have been. Well, of course it wouldn't. Well, over time. Well, there's only one night. 
Um, I think there would have been enough. I think there would have been enough. What, to take all his infected blood out and put new blood in? Yeah, the dad might have had to take a break and then... I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how it really works for that. Well, you've got about eight pints of blood in you. Yeah. I think I, you yeah, could, I don't really know. I don't really know. Once you've lost two, you, you can't... Mm, yeah. You mean when you go and give blood, you walk out and you're all woozy. Yeah, you can't you drive for you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're not giving like the whole eight pints. The whole well, they, just go in, they just go in and have dinner. No, that's, <laughs> that's days later, I think. Is it days later? Yeah, I Cause think. Because they've got the, the. Bearing in mind, I think Justice, Justice said to himself, don't ask me about what's happened. I think that's the next morning. I think that's after the blood transfusion. And she comes running in, and he's oh, okay. Yeah, and he's dead. And he, he goes, oh, let's go and see the horse. And he says, one day I'll tell you about what happens, but don't ask me about it today. I think that's the day after, but then you get the idea that time has moved on a little bit, and that he's well, I was, I was thinking, into... I was thinking, you'd up your security a little bit. In yeah. The house. But he just seems to think like, yep, that's all over. And yeah, I was like, a vampire, ah. but yeah, I'm okay now. Yeah, I'm back with my family. No repercussions at all. Uh, I will never get my comeuppance. So one night May turns up. <laughs> of course he does. He's, yeah, they hear the squeaky gate in the back garden. May turns up. And... Just as a, uh, his, his sister's gone to bed conveniently. Well, as it turns out. <laughs> and she, well, she's obviously the distraction. Yeah. Um, Dad's asleep. But she's kind of, she sort of says like, oh, you know, I, I miss you. She goes to kiss him. And she's like, you're warm. What's going on? And he says, <coughs> pardon, he doesn't say that, pardon me. He says, I belong here. I belong yeah, here with my family. Yeah, he away from her, didn't he? Yeah. Um, he goes upstairs. He finds out that his sister Sarah has been snatched. Um, he goes downstairs They've gone, his sister's gone. They've slashed the tyres. They've slashed his tyres. So it goes full on neo-western. Oh, yeah. And he hitches up his horse. With a hat on and everything. Yeah, and he's going to ride He's gonna ride off and get his sister. Which is brilliant. I didn't know where they went. And he has nothing to fight them with. Nothing. No, he doesn't, does he? He has no weapons to fight them at all. How, how on earth he thinks he's... What on earth he thinks he's going to do, <laughs> I do not know. He, has, he doesn't even take a gun. No. And, he, and he even knows that a gun ain't going to do bugger all. All he knows is that, yeah, I'm human again, and they're indestructible vampires. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to get desperately, on the... He desperately wants his sister back. Oh, yeah, of course he does. I mean, uh, um, in, as the film has gone on, as we said earlier on, he comes across as a little bit of a creepy kind of guy... But through the course of the film, you've come to really appreciate him because yeah. he won't kill, he will not kill, and he has a lot of affection for his family and his yeah. family do for him. So you're definitely with him at the end. But what his plan is... He hasn't, he hasn't got a plan. He's no. not, he doesn't even know where they've gone. So he rides into town, and this is where it gets a little... It's fun, but it gets a little bit clunky. Yeah. Um, he rides into town... And he runs into Severin. And uh, Severin's got his gun. It's almost like that showdown in the street. Yeah. And he's got no- he's got nothing. And Severin kind of punches him up the street and picks him up and chucks him down. 
And he kind of says, first of all, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Then I'm going to get my spur back. And the, then I'm going to beat you up a bit more. <laughs> um, and uh, Caleb kind of gets up, runs up the street as a truck is coming into town. Waves it down. He kind of waves it down. He kind of jumps onto the kind of the step, looks in through the window. Trucker's really not friendly at all. He's like, I'm not helping you get off my truck. Yeah, of course you would home. be. Some nuts have jumped on your truck. Yeah, but the guy's going, just drive, just drive. <laughs> We're going to be, just drive. Just He's like, no, I'm going to count to five and you're going to get off my truck. And Bill Paxton just shoots him. So Caleb gets into the truck and starts driving the juggernaut yeah. at Bill so, Paxton. Yeah. 100 mile an hour, runs him over. Yay, he's Why dead. Why didn't he just get out of the way? Well, because he's a vampire and he knew... I mean, it's still hurt, surely. Well, Bill Paxton's so cocky in this scene, and he's kind of like, yeah, come on, yeah, come on, bring it on. <laughs> it's still going to work. Yeah, got... yeah, run your truck into me. So he runs him over, and Caleb's celebrating. Oh, he comes up like Mad Max 2. He does. So, yeah, Wes <laughs> at Mad Max 2 comes climbing over the bonnet. Um and it, the effects are great. His makeup effects yeah. are great. Oh, he looks he brilliant. Looks properly mullered up. Yeah. Um, like burnt up, and like the whole side of his face is like melting and falling off. Um, he just starts like beating up the engine, doesn't he? Well, he pulls the, he, he tears a hole through the um, bonnet type thing, and yeah. he just starts pulling wires out. And um, which you'd think would pretty much do it in pretty yeah, quick. Well, yeah. I mean, it's still rolling for a while, isn't it? And he's pulled loads of, like, important components out of that engine. <laughs> Spark plugs in, well, like, still, he's, well, tubes you pull, you know, in... Yeah. You pull it's still rolling. You're knackered, aren't you? Um, and... Uh, he remembers now. Jacob remembers the, about the jackknifing of the truck and bringing the back of the truck round to slam into the... Okay, so that was foreshadowed. Yeah. But why does it explode... Because I think because the um, the back of the truck hits the front and he's pulled everything out. Okay. It was a little bit. It does fantastic. seem to explode for oh, no yeah, reason. It it I mean, he can, I mean, I, I I miss that bit that he it had been explained to him how to get it to jackknife. That mm. it makes it more interesting. So what is it he pulls when he? Because you see him pull up like a little lever, doesn't he? A handbrake. So is, is that... Like he's pulling one of the... Because the guy explains to me, he goes, you, he goes you, one of the brakes is for the front of the truck, one uh, of okay. the brakes is for the back of the uh, truck. Okay. If you pull that one, it'll come round and jackknife. Ah, uh, okay. So he... Okay. That makes more sense. So he... Okay. So he jackknifes the truck. Jumps out and it explodes. Jumps out and it explodes. The explosion is still a little bit. But then I guess Bill Paxton has been ripping so much shit yeah. out. Jack it would have just it would have just slowly come to a halt. Obviously. More than likely, <laughs> but then it was a fuel truck as well. So with all that going on, I I buy I buy it a I little know, bit. Does more. diesel go up like that? Not really. Right, we're into the denouement now. I think, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. So we've had the severing duel. Uh, I honestly thought he was going to pop back up. Yeah, I did. It kind of set up for that. Um, it did feel. It did feel a little bit kind of. Terminator 2. Yeah. Like early Terminator 2. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's not, it's not an entirely successful action sequence, but um, it works okay. Um, I like the bit where you see Caleb after the explosion, he picks himself up off the tarmac. He's 
it clearly shows that he's still wearing the spur that Severin gave him. And set the other spur that Severin was wearing lands just like a few feet away from him and he kind of picks up the spur. Kind of like that bit. Uh, then he bumps into Jesse and uh, May and Homer is in the back of the car, the station wagon he's, they've he's got. He's trying to bite his sister, isn't he? Well, he's just sort of suppressing her. He's menacing her. You know, you know he's just... But Shut up. The thing is, he's way stronger than her. He could, he could have just bit her. Yeah. I yeah, he's just sort of menacing her. Yeah. Um, and Dawn's are coming as well. Yeah, Dawn's not far off, I guess. I, uh, they seem... A, it all gets a little bit vague in my mind here, is why... what their mo- what And what is their motivation? Yeah. Could, do they really give a shit about taking revenge on Caleb? Do they really give a shit that Homer wants this particular little girl? Well, he's lost a friend as well. What friend? Severin. Yeah, but then... They don't really seem that type of... They don't really give a shit about him. He says, oh, I taught Severin everything he knows. But not everything not I know. everything I know. Um, and this scene, it's just badly blocked How where they're also... Because basically, Jesse stood in the high street. It's like a showdown. It's trying yeah. to do that Western thing. Um and Caleb approaches him and he's like, give me back my sister, give me back my sister. Um, sister breaks free, doesn't she? Yeah, doesn't she, she smash the kid with a flashlight? Yeah. Which wouldn't seems hurt to him. knock him out. It wouldn't hurt a vampire kid, no. Hits him with a flashlight, gets out of the car, runs to Caleb. Um, Diamondback is creeped up, behind, kind of panto style. Mm. And it's just... Surely you would have realised, like, well, where's she? She's yeah. going to be around somewhere. She's crept up behind him. She's going to throw a knife at him. <laughs> May shouts out, no, look out. Or Sarah does, says, look out. He ducks. She throws the knife. And it hits Jesse in the right mouth, in the right in the back of the throat. And then Caleb snatches up Sarah. And Diamondback kind of pulls another knife and is like, ooh, ooh, wait, ooh, ha- hold on. <laughs> and then she goes like, oh, okay, Caleb, go, run. And she's sort of smiling at Jesse and winking as if to say, yeah, yeah, you're just going to shoot him now. Jesse goes to shoot him in May, knocks him so that the shot goes awry. Caleb and Sarah get away. They're running. They're running away. They're running back across the fields. Yeah. The sun is now coming up. And they're still after them. Yeah. You well, kind of think they, like... They could have just fucked off. Yeah, they've been like, yeah, we need to get out of the sun now. Leave it. It doesn't matter what's... Yeah, none of this matters. Uh, but they chase after them. They get Sarah. They drive on. And the sun is up. And the sun is coming through the car. And they're desperately trying to... They are them. really... Des- they've really mistimed it. They are really kind of out in the sun. And May is seeing Homer kind of terrorise Sarah. And... She's not keen on she just said that. She's just had enough of it, really. So she makes a grab for Sarah and rolls out the back of the station wagon. She, well, she breaks the window. Yeah, breaks the window, rolls out the back. Which ain't an easy thing to do. And I mean, if just you... Just by rolling out of it. If you watch it, uh, she lands on the kid. 
<laughs> I mean, whether it's... A, I would imagine it's a stunt person in a dummy. Yeah. But if it was a real person, the kid would have come off worse because she proper lands. Yeah. I, and I, I would imagine it would be a dummy. It makes sense that the kid would be a dummy. The stunt person would, be the would use the dummy to kind of land on yeah. as a bit of protection. But as you're watching it, you're kind of thinking, Ooh. that kid would be dead. She just landed... <laughs> She's she, just she rolled, Yeah, she rolled out of the car and just landed full on it. Um, but they've escaped. They're running back towards Caleb, who's kind of caught up with them. And again, at this point, you think, well, them two are just, them three are just going to fuck They off. would just burn away and get to safety. But Homer is so obsessed now with Sarah. Yeah. And turning her and making her his project or, you know, whatever. He gets out of the car, instantly starts burning up. <laughs> It's quite funny. It is quite funny. This I was quite impressed with this for the time and the budget. Oh yeah, with, yeah. With this burning effects, really. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have been CGI back no. then, not at all. It would have been. I'm not sure how they would have done it. But it, it didn't really look like it was coming off him. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, it was pretty good. It was pretty good, definitely good for the time. Um, so he's running up the road. He's like, Sarah, Sarah, come back, Sarah. Burns up. Burns up and explodes. And inexplicably explodes. Um, I did notice one gaff there that um, Jesse in Diamondback in the car, you see them turn the car around and then you see Homer blow up. While he's blowing up, you can see the car in the background Going and it's still facing right, the wrong okay. way. This is only a, little, only a minor thing. but um, So he explodes... And Jesse and Diamondback are in the car. They're at the road. Caleb and Sarah are basically just trying to cover May, who didn't get anywhere near as badly no. burned as Did she not Homer. have a hood on? Eh, she had a yeah, over she, her head, she? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Homer had his hands out and his head out. Yeah, that's true. And, then, and Caleb did cover May up. He did get to cover her up as quick as he could. Um... So Jesse and Diamondback start driving at them. But <laughs> just uh, yeah, it's a, this it is a bit of a well. They've they've got they're they're out in the open. The sun's coming yeah. through the windows. Yeah. And what happened with the car is what should have happened with the truck. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. And just they're not even gunning the engine. They're just driving towards them slowly. Well, yeah, in the end, yeah, it just and then it it, it fizzles, doesn't it? Yeah, they 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 get torched up in the sun. Their attempt at running them over is it's, pretty piss poor. Yeah, the car just veers off. In uh, Caleb just goes roast, yeah, roast, and they just they get burnt up and explode and explode like like vampires do. They must have had some budget left. Um, so then we basically. Uh, get to the kind of last scene of the film really where May's had the blood transfusion she wakes up and she's in the sunlight and it's a happy ending I do kind of like the ending she still murdered people though oh yeah but not yeah but she still murdered people only to survive Um, yes but there's probably 90 people has she been turned for three months we don't know how many people well it's more than 10 well yeah, but she was turned into that. She wouldn't. She was created. Okay. She wouldn't. She would wouldn't stand up in court. I don't know that vampirism would stand <laughs> up in court. Know. 
the what the one thing I will say about the blood transfusion thing, what really bugs me, is that it seems a missed opportunity that none of the older characters, the ones that were a hundred what if Homer yeah. had got the blood transfusion? Would he then have suddenly just been oh okay, so well, I'm, yeah, weren't they going well, why is he fucking walking around in the sun? Which one? Who what who well, in the daylight? Yeah. All the and they're all going trying to. Well, I suppose they're trying to survive, aren't they? But they're not looking at Caleb, going, "Why is he running around in the sun?" Oh, what at the end? Yeah. Well, I think. Well, that's the thing as well. You feel like you've been living this lifestyle, where you've like years. yeah, this horrible, horrible. Yeah, but they like it. Exactly. That's the point. It's trying to make that even if they did know that a blood transfusion would put it right they would have probably still been like, mm, we kind of like living like this. Mm. So that I think that's why that point is made, that they're bad people. Yeah. It's, not the va- it's not being a vampire that's made them bad. They're just bad people. So even if they knew that a blood transfusion would put them right, they probably weren't interested. But my interest is in like the, immor- the fact that they're immortal. Like uh, Homer hasn't aged. No. So if he had the blood transfusion, and suddenly, be... yeah, would he then suddenly age up and just die because he'd be like what, 120? Well, I don't know. But how good would that have well, been you... to see in the film if they'd have been yeah. like, Homer, we can save you. Come and have a tr- blood transfusion. Well, he might have just, just aged as a normal kid. Yeah. But then that would have been weird as well. Like, So he's 100 years old, but now he's back to being 12 and he's and just he going to age up as a... As a 12-year-old? Yeah. That'd be weird. It would have been maybe worth exploring, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I do think it did fizzle out towards the end. It's, it's, it's a really good film. I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed re-watching it. But the last sort of quarter of an hour, it just... Uh... I think the action is just a bit off. And it yeah, can't... it seems a bit... The action seems forced. And it's like they didn't know how to end it. It's just and a, it ended basically with that car just dribbling to a hole. Yeah, that's how the film ended. To drizzling me. off the side of the road. And I don't or, think she should have survived. I like that she. I kind of like that she survived. Well, she's killed loads of people. She's she a, died. But she was a victim. Yeah, but she still killed loads of people. Yeah, but that, but that doesn't make she, her bad. Yeah, of course it does. No, she was a she vampire. Was, she was, Caleb didn't kill anybody. No, but he came very close and he almost got killed himself because of it. Yeah, well, maybe she should have... But she was a different character and she just got sucked into a lifestyle. She didn't... She wasn't a bad person. Still killed over 100 people. We don't know how many people she well, killed. Well, three months. Or At three least. years. Or if it's three years, it's over 100 people, isn't it? Well, it's 365 <laughs> people a year. Yeah, right, exactly. I'm guessing is what they're doing. So... Um, yeah, I know, but hey, it's a film. Yeah, I know, but I think um, I think it would have been better if she'd have died. It would have been more emotional, or even better would have been like if she got the blood transfusion. And it didn't work. Well, no, if he'd gone back in at the end, and she was like, "Oh, I'm scared of the daylight," and she was like, "Oh, um," he was like, "Oh, no, no, don't worry, it's only the sun," and he was kissing her, and then she said. Um, Caleb, I, I lied to you. I'm 200 years old. And then you just started seeing her becoming... That would have been a fucking good ending. Yeah. 
she just started aging and withering in front of him. Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. And it's like suddenly it's like, well, you're not immortal anymore. So, yeah, you've become human again. But if you're human, then you're you 200 years old. That was a bit of a big risk there he took. Well, well, she, well, well but she didn't say, I'm, I haven't been a vampire very long. So he's like, well, so okay. what would have happened if she'd gone, yeah, but I actually like that? Yeah, I like being a vampire. I like being immortal. Thanks. Well, Ruined it. And you've killed the ones that could turn me back. Yeah. Fuck's sake, Caleb. There may be more vampires <laughs> about. I don't think... I, don't, I think she was... At the end, it's a love story. It's yeah, supposed I to be think kind of romantic. Been, she yeah. just wanted to be with him. I, I think, think it would have had more of an emotional punch to have her die. Yeah. Saving his sister. Well, I think originally there was talk that they were going to have uh, his sister in the sun and she would be smoking implying that Homer had bit her. Right. But then, when you know that a tran- transfusion yeah, would have put it right, it's like, well, okay, well, it's just like any other medical problem. Oh, she's got a bit of vampirism. Let's just take her into the hospital and get her a blood transfusion. Right, You'll be fine in a jiffy. <laughs> your sister's immortal, she just can't go out in a day. And she's got to murder the person at night. Uh, I've got, uh, I got some facts. Go on then. Catherine Bigelow's first solo effort as a director. Uh, she co-helmed the biker flick The Loveless, starring Willem Dafoe in 1983. Um, the plot line of this film, uh, where it concerns an innocent young man thrust into a cutting a cat and mouse game with a seemingly indestructible enemy, uh, was also similar to The Hitcher. Yeah. Which was written by Eric Red, who co-wrote this. Right. Um, so it, it has got hit, the Hitcher elements. Um, well, that's kind of a western Yeah, yeah, the well. Hitcher is kind of a... Yeah. Caleb's mother in the film is never mentioned at all. You have no idea where she is or what what has gone on there. Um, yeah, we said earlier, the, you don't really get full backgrounds on any of the characters. We Do you think you get enough information about the vampires? Yeah. You get little tidbits yeah. here and there. I'm not sure whether it's a good line or not, but Jesse says, I fought for the South. Yeah. We lost. And it's like, well, yeah, I know. What what other South? What, South Korea? What, <laughs> what other it, South? It just sounds good, doesn't it? it? Yeah, but what other South would he have been meaning? I fought for the South. Okay. That's what we didn't want you to mean the Civil War? Yeah, we lost. Yeah, I know the South did. I, I, yeah, I do. it's either a really good line or a really bad line. I can't make <laughs> I my mind. He makes it a, ma- a bad line saying good, I think. Um, uh, yeah, as we said earlier as well, it really plays with like the whole rules of vampires. Religious stuff doesn't seem to have any effect on them. One of the young girls that... Severin picks up the two young black ladies. One of them's Teresa Randall that was in Spawn. Oh, right. Uh, apparently. And, uh... That's a yeah. terrible film. Oh, yeah, the original ones, yeah. Um, and, yeah, they do, earlier on, when they're setting fire to the RV, they make reference to the fire that they started in Chicago, uh, which is a reference to the great 1871. Yeah, you mentioned that. You did mention that. I'm sorry. I'm just reading. Come on, we need to wrap this up. That's all done for me, Mark. 
Four stars. Four stars. Yeah, Doug. Okay. What are we doing next week? I don't know. Your turn. I know. But I don't know yet. All right. We'll see, see you next week, listeners. Bye, Mark. What? Say goodbye, Jamie. Bye, Jamie. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Jamie in Fortress Betamax Dungeon. <laughs>